0: Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference.
1: All right, today we're going to be in 1 Kings chapter 11 and Solomon is going to turn from the Lord. We've been saying that this day is coming. Solomon is not, just like his father David, was not going to be the perfect King, the perfect representative of the one true God, and we are left wanting yet again. First Kings chapter 11, verse 1. Now Solomon loved many foreign women, along with the daughter of Pharaoh, Moabite, Ammonite, Edomite, Sidonian, and Hittite women, from the nations concerning which the Lord had said to the people of Israel, You shall not enter into marriage with them, neither shall they with you, for surely they will turn away your heart after their God's. Solomon clung to these in love. He had 700 wives who were princesses and 300 concubines, and his wives turned away his heart. For when Solomon was old, his wives turned away his heart after other gods, and his heart was not wholly true to the Lord his God, as was the heart of David his father." For Solomon went after Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Sidonians, and after Milcom, the abomination of the Ammonites. So Solomon did what was evil in the sight of the Lord and did not not wholly follow the Lord as David his father had done. Then Solomon built a high place for Chemosh, the abomination of Moab, and for Molech, the abomination of the Ammonites, on the mountain east of Jerusalem. And so he did for all his foreign wives who made offerings and sacrificed to their gods." Guys, this is not good at all. Okay, a couple things we need to deal with before we get down to to the heart of the matter. First, Solomon had 700 wives and 300 concubines. There's 365 days in a year, and I'm not going to say any more other than that's crazy. And one of the things we need to remont- remember is that just because Scripture tells these things, David had multiple wives. Uh, several of the patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, have had multiple wives. This is not prescriptive. This is descriptive. In other words, this is what these guys did. It's not God saying this is how we should do marriage. Uh, God intends marriage to be between a man and a woman. And that's the end of it. Scripture is clear on that. And so any uh, suggestion that God is in favor of polygamy or having 700 wives and 300 concubines because Solomon did is just malarkey. Second thing in verse four and in verse six, where it says that Solomon did uh, evil in the sight of the Lord and he did not wholly follow the Lord as David, his father, has done. Obviously, we know that David was not perfect. David was sinful. This isn't suggesting that David was perfect or sinless. This is just saying that David stayed true to the Lord despite all those missteps. And so, obviously, Solomon is also sinful, like his father. He's failed in many ways. But in addition to that, He's totally turned away from the Lord. His heart is not going to stay faithful to the Lord even through this time. This is very bad. So we need to put all this in context and remember the gospel. I I was just watching with my family a, a documentary on Netflix that I would highly recommend to anybody who can get a hold of it. I wish I could link it in the show notes, and I'm going to try to but I don't think it's going to work because I think you have to have a Netflix account in order to open the link. So I probably can't send a link. It's called American gospel, Christ alone, American gospel, Christ alone. It's on Netflix. Maybe you can buy it on Amazon or rent it from Amazon. I don't know. You'd have to search and look, but this is a phenomenal documentary that clearly articulates the biblical gospel. And it also juxtaposes the biblical gospel against the prosperity gospel, a false gospel that is running rampant throughout our country and around the world right now. And one of the things that jumped out at me is just another synopsis. We've been trying to say this from the beginning throughout the Old Testament. God provided the law through Moses to try to have his people be faithful to him, except the people were not good followers of the law. And so he instituted sacrifices that would atone for their failure to follow the law, atone for their sin, except there was no sacrifice perfect enough. He sent the priests to be a go-between, between the people of Israel and God, but the priests became corrupt. We've seen that. We're going to see more of that as the Old Testament goes forward. And then you remember that he gave judges. These weren't judges in robes on benches. These were leaders of the nation who were meant to be God's representative to the people, to lead them well, and the judges failed miserably. Then we moved into the era of the kings. We started with Saul, then David. Now we're on Solomon, the third king of Israel. And none of these kings, even David, the standard bearer for a king in an earthly sense, failed miserably. Eventually, God will send prophets to try to correct the kings, but the prophets are going to be stoned. And nobody's going to want to hear the word of the Lord through the prophets. And so, the message that we're getting throughout the Old Testament and that we're going to continue to get is that. None of these things work to to maintain a relationship between God and his people. The people always fail. The representatives always fail. The kings, the judges, the prophets can never get the job done. And so we need a more perfect law keeper. We need a more perfect sacrifice. We need a perfect priest. We need a better judge, a more perfect king, and a more effective prophet. And when Jesus Christ comes on the scene in the New Testament— he will meet every single one of those perfect requirements not only that he'll never sin for 33 years that he lives on the earth then he'll be crucified the burden of all of other all of humanity's sin will be placed on him he'll die a sinless death but he'll bear the responsibility for all of sin in doing so he'll defeat sin and death and the power of the devil after he rises on the third day and it's set up so that we can have that just that righteousness attributed to us. That perfection that he lived can be attributed to us. The perfection that no law keeper or sacrifice or priest or judge or king or prophet throughout all the Old Testament and beyond could ever meet will be met in Jesus Christ. And we can have that attributed to us through faith in him. That's the gospel and nothing else. And then we, because of what Christ has done for us through faith, respond by wanting to serve him. We don't serve him because we're trying to earn his favor trying to earn his love, earn his forgiveness, earn our place in heaven. We could never earn that. We're corrupt, we're dirty, we're sinful, and it only comes from faith in Christ. What a beautiful gospel. Go watch American Gospel, Christ Alone, and be inspired.
0: The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts.